Okay, give it to me. If a dog chews shoes, whose shoes does he choose? If a dog's... <laughs> <laughs> if a dog's chews shoes, which shoes does he choose? Kind of, whose shoes does he choose? Whose shoes does he choose? If a dog chews shoes, whose shoes does he choose? If, if a dog, dog chews shoes, shoes, shoose, shoes, 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 sh
I would give this one like a three out of ten, <gasps> honestly. This isn't doing it for but me. But Frankie, you like cheese as much as I do, and how can you put anything that's cheese related lower than a five? That's my question. Ooh, okay, sesame and dill. Mm. Sounds like a good combo. Okay, I'm going in. It's better. Completely different experience. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give that a nine out of ten. What? A pickle. If you hit me with a pickle, mm, okay. it's already at an eight. Anything pickled flavored, dill pickle chips, dill pickle cheese, nine out of ten. Mm -hmm. All right, I dig get, it. I, I get in my belly. What well, are we starting with? Cheers Frankie? to your new job. Thank you again. And cheers to the big green. Cheers to the big green, and cheers to your uh, desk legs. Because that's the film we've chosen. Mm -hmm. And did we choose it, or did it choose us? No. Why did we land on this movie? Because I said, do you remember the big green? You said, no, not really. And then I showed you the picture and you were like, yeah, I do remember. And you are a big soccer fan. That's soccer right. in your life forever. And I, I probably actually, oh my God, I just had a vivid memory. Okay. Do you remember VHRs? VHSs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do, okay. That too. But do you remember the cleaning tape that you used to have to put in? Like if a, if a tape, do you remember that? A cleaning tape. Yeah, if the VHL tape itself. VHS? Yeah. What did I say? I don't DHL. It's <laughs> when they deliver it. What are you talking about? No, 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 okay. Start over. Pause. There's no pausing. Okay. I have another serious memory about this. VHS tapes. When you put them in, if they got staticky and you and you had to if you rewound or you went forward or remember like the tape itself would get tangled. Do you remember that at all? I think it could get tangled. I never experienced a tangled tape. All right. So what we used to do is eject, pop eject, it out, and pop. put in this thing called the cleaning tape. And it, I don't know what it did, get all the static out and it would like fix the axles and everything in there. And then you would pop it back out and you would pop the movie in and it'd be fine. <laughs> and that is what I remember. Okay. So um, the, the fact of the matter is... Whenever we would watch The Big Green on VHS, which I think is my first memory of watching it on VHS. I don't remember seeing it in theaters or on the television. You would have to put the cleaning tape in. I'm not the only person that ever has had a cleaning tape VHS. I think in our neighborhood, probably, because you were movie people in the neighborhood. Oh, we were. And the movie you know movie. what? Now that I think about it, I remember seeing The Big Green movie in your basement movie collection because you had at least 10,000 movies mm -hmm. in your movie nook yeah and I think the big green was part oh, of that it is and I think that's where I saw the big green may have been at your house that's possible probably but not before but I didn't I did definitely did not see this in theaters no I my didn't. family did not go out and experience this goat okay so what what was your like first impression but my first impression yeah. after it ended really really depressed oh because i remember this being a really really cool movie when i was younger and nothing about it held up absolutely nothing <sighs> i slightly want to disagree because it was a really cool movie you uh what was cool about it first off the, the cheetos scene <laughs> Yes. So within the first five minutes, we are introduced to four kids. I can't name one of them because um, none of them are really that distinct. Well, they sure. are. <laughs> they are in a disgusting way. 
Um, But I can't tell you one of their names right now because it doesn't matter. But the first scene of the movie is one where they pour Cheetos on top of their bodies. In a field. In a field. And they sit there and they let birds come attack them, which they're all pigeons. Every single one of those birds is a pigeon. So did we used to do stuff like that when we were a child? Did we ever sit in a field and just let birds go to town? One, I don't remember ever having a bird fixation, any of us. And two, I don't think that that happened. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't, no. It doesn't look fun to me. It looks terrifying. Colton and I drove through seagulls the other day in the Walmart parking lot and I was ducking in my seat even though I was in a full car. So you don't like birds? I just, I wouldn't allow birds to come eat off of me. Yeah, they're know. dirty. Like pigeons, are, pigeons are known to be dirty. Do I have a weird bird fear that I never knew about? I think you might have a weird bird fear, which Whoa. we can definitely take advantage of. <laughs> so you closed your eyes for I the was, bird scene. No, 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 I watched it. Cause it wasn't, yeah, no, I don't have a bird fear because I watched that shit. I wanted to watch them get mold. But it got your heart rate going. Thinking of putting myself in that situation, yeah. So you identify with the British woman who comes to save them. (laughs) (laughs) Because she comes in hot. All right, all right. And she whips out that hose and she says, I'm going to save these kids. Doesn't she call 911? But on what kind of phone? I don't think she does. I think she takes matters into her own hands. Because she comes in her convertible and she pulls out the hose and she sprays all of these kids to get the pigeons off. And then the kids are also, so angry with her. Why was there a hose on the edge of the curb near the street in the middle of the field? Also, why when she pulled the hose out, it became a Looney Tunes movie. <laughs> it goes, the sound whoop, effects whoop. are insane. All right, that's another thing we have to talk about. And is that a normal thing in Disney movies? Or is that just yeah, this yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you remember Because it's, it never seemed that pronounced except for in this movie. I don't remember ever remember there being Looney Tunes sound effects throughout a whole movie. But it starts from the get-go. And also, they speed up the film. They do! They do. They speed up the British lady who will soon be the teacher. You just don't know it yet. And they should have sped up this whole movie. Because it's it's an hour (laughs) and 48 minutes or something like that? Why? Uh, Yeah. Why is it that long? I don't know. This is... As a child, every uh, as an adult, everything I want in a movie, honestly. No. Yes, no, no. I'm telling you, because you don't have to like sit there and besides the whole like Russian spy immigration thing, like you don't have to have any storyline in your head. There's no storyline that you need to follow. There's no character. Like we just said, we don't remember the characters' names. There's nothing that is of significance that you need to be like, oh yeah. That's that's very nihilistic of you. So you like a movie that doesn't have any impact on you. No, I didn't say that. I do like those movies. I'm just saying as myself and my ADHD self, yes. Your ADHD self was entertained. Oh, yeah, it was entertained because I didn't have to think. Except about <laughs> so, where the hell the go came so from. you were just like a catatonic state this whole movie. Yeah. I wish I was because I would have enjoyed it more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there was a few scenes 
Mm-hmm. And most of them were in the beginning because I was still kind of along for the ride. I was giving it a chance. Okay. And it, number one scene is the schoolhouse show and tell scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is absolutely insane. Yeah. Because we're introduced to this class who we're with for the rest of the movie. And they do a show and tell. And each kid has their own moment in the sun. And which kid do you feel had the best show and tell? If we're being completely honest, I don't remember them doing show and tell. You just learned that this morning when you rewatched it. Because you had no idea in the first No, time. so she asked for everybody to introduce themselves. Okay, all right. And they yeah, all yeah. do some weird ass shit. Every single one of them. There's two, there's the two girls with asthma, <laughs> the asthma twins. <laughs> so we're not just so okay. No, let's talk. No, but they did in the movie. They did. So let's talk about how they make fun of these two girls with asthma. So they're all introducing themselves, and what is the big the big personality trait of these two girls is they have asthma. So they pull out their inhalers at the same time because they're twins, and they. And they both suck in their inhaler at the same time because they're twins and they do everything together, obviously. And they hold their hands throughout the whole movie, which is kind of weird to me. They finish um, each other's sentences, too. But then weird. everybody else starts coughing at them to make fun of their disease. And that's supposed to be the comic relief of that whole scene. So they mock them. They just mock little girls with asthma. And I guess maybe in 95, <laughs> asthma was a funny thing. I don't know. I had asthma as a child. I'm rereading your notes. This is these girls put on huge inhalers. Yeah, did you see the size of those inhalers? In 95, that was norm. So the size of inhalers? It's 95. Yes. I have not seen an inhaler since 96. Look at a computer in 95. <laughs> what do inhalers look like nowadays? I don't know. They don't look like that. Have you ever seen a person pull out an inhaler? Um, in seventh grade, I had whooping cough. <laughs> Shout like you out have it right now. <laughs> Wait, you had whooping cough? Yes. Did you yeah. go to the hospital? <laughs> I don't. I, that's beyond the matter. But I needed an inhaler, and it was probably the size of my hand. Okay, well that's not huge. No. So a similar size. No, but I believe inhalers have decreased in size. And this is not going in the podcast. This is a horrific conversation. It's, this is probably the first thing we're going to put in there. <laughs> um, but you have an experience with big old inhaler tubes. No, that's what I'm saying is it wasn't that large. But how did you feel about those kids? Mocking. Just absolutely mocking the shit yeah. out of them. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't like it. And... In the same scene, mm-hmm. <laughs> what was in that kid's mouth? <laughs> okay, Frankie and I rewound it five, six times. It's not enough, because I still don't know what was in that kid's mouth. During this show and tell, they, they pan the audience, which are the classroom, the children in, in their desks. And there's this one kid that literally pops something in his mouth, and it's like, and they do that sound effect. Later in the movie. The Looney Tunes pop. Yeah. Yeah. But we rewound it. Like, is it a jawbreaker? Is it a fake egg? (laughs) (laughs) I think 
I think I laid it on golf ball. You did say, what why is this kid, and I said ping pong ball. I mean, either of those are plausible, but at the same time, these kids are just disgusting. And I don't remember <laughs> kids being this disgusting, because they're what, 10 years old? The one just burps the whole time. Oh, he burps the ABCs, that was him during show and tell. Yeah, that was his show and tell. They just wanted to show that these kids have like almost close to none, zero talent. <laughs> I think it was because that's why they needed to play soccer. Yeah. Because my favorite part of this movie is the teacher is trying to trying to tell them about geography, and she tries for maybe ten seconds. She says, "We're gonna learn about the Americas," and she points at the map. <laughs> They, is that what you said? British. They start laughing at her and she says, okay, these kids are dumb. I'm obviously not going to teach them anything. So she gets the globe. The oh, globe. Oh, she does. Do you remember <gasps> this? This is, this is the I whole recall. point of the movie. Okay, I'm glad you remember one thing from this movie. But she gets the globe and she says, you know what? We're not going to learn geography because you guys are all really fucking stupid. These American idiots. And she says, instead of this, we're going to use this globe as a soccer ball. She because I'm it. from Europe, and what do we do in Europe? We, we play, play football. Football. And she starts <laughs> hitting the globe on her head. All right, side note. This teacher is wearing a full-on dress, no biker shorts underneath, nothing. You don't see any putang. However... She's a teacher with these 11-year-old kids knocking this soccer ball, knocking this globe around. You remember no, this. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, what do you mean do. her poo-tang? Her vagine. Yeah, I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, But what about her vagine? Remember when she's hitting the globe and she has this dress over the skirt on? <laughs> and we're like, this is inappropriate. I don't remember what you thought a little vagine was going to pop out. You recall, we talked about it multiple times because it happens multiple times in the movie. I don't know, but I just remember she gives up on these kids after about 30 seconds and decides, let's just play soccer. That's all they're going to amount to in the end is playing sports. Which is another problem I have with the storyline, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. As a teacher, don't you need like a learning guide? Like, we teach this, we teach this, we teach this. However, these students don't learn in this movie at all. They just go out and play soccer. Yeah, there's no learning happening. No. They go and they play the world's shittiest version of soccer. They just... In a field that is dry. And they're terrible. And they immediately start playing against the Knights. Oh, good memorization. Yeah, it was the nights. I watched it again this morning. Oh, yeah, you you think I can remember any of this? <laughs> no. I forgot um, it all. I put it out of my head. But the nights, <laughs> the biggest thing about the nights that I remember is they have a full on Renaissance fair that they bring. Yeah, with so their they, they're team. the big green are uh, not the home field advantage in this in this game they're the visitors so when they go to this field literally is a huge renaissance fair there's flags a and tent. a tent no suit of armor yes these are 10 year olds playing soccer yeah. where do they get the budget for that well, how is a 10 year old soccer team bringing in money to have a renaissance fair their coach also had a slick looking leather jacket with knights written in he was 
He did look slick. So you think he was bringing so, in the money? Somehow, some way. How do you think so? That's a old question. <laughs> well, tell me. How was this boy's soccer team bringing in so much money? Listen, I don't know. He was like, come watch these little boys play soccer. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We're not going there. So that's so that's how they got people to come in. No. Come to the Renaissance you... Fair, but it's actually little boys playing soccer. All right, take, I take it back. We're not even putting that in there. So maybe the Renaissance Fair was how they got the money. Yeah, people came and they were like, I want a funnel cake. And I want then, a gyro. And then that's how they would pay for their training. Sure. And everything. I think it's plausible. Travel software. So tell me about Sheriff Deputy Dog. Is that his name? Steve Gutenberg is Deputy Dog. Oh, then yeah. Because he's known in this movie. Yeah, then and he's And you knew in him from other Mary movies. Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. However, in this movie, he has some weird twang, and it's not Texan. You have to agree on that. It's a weird twang. He definitely puts on an accent, and it's really bad. <laughs> and it comes and goes, and yeah. I think it's strongest when, when he's, he's at the soccer game, and he's yelling at the kids. Yeah. He'll just go into this full Texas twang. It's not Texan. I mean, Ask me if I've ever been to Texas and I know their twang. No. Well, give me your good Texas twang. Let's go, boys! Diggity I mean, that sounds, that sounds Texas to me. I feel like I'm back in Austin. <laughs> um, oh, oh. But you Our, said something to me. What did I say? You said something to me during the screening of this at my house when Sheriff... Deputy Dog came on the screen. You said, when I was younger, so when we were screening this at my house, you said something to me while we were watching Sheriff Deputy Dog. And you said, when I was younger, I didn't know sheriffs were real. All right. So explain yourself, please. All right. Well, I would like to correct you in saying that as an adult, I didn't know sheriffs were real. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like, I don't know, like it was a made up term for somebody in head of like Southern law enforcement, such as like Sheriff Woody. I didn't think that that was a real thing. I didn't think sheriffs in movies and television were a real thing. Well, you thought it was part of the Western yeah, United I, States yeah, cowboy I, culture. Yes. I had no idea. I can't be the only person in the world that didn't believe sheriffs are a think, real thing. I think you might be. So when you're out walking the streets and you see a cop car, a lot of the times they'll say sheriff on the side of it. Not in and Pes Pennsylvania. I see that almost every day. I see the sheriff's you're truck. You're kidding me. I cannot believe you've never seen one. Yes, the sheriff's SUV. In it's probably outside right now coming to arrest you for not understanding <laughs> what a sheriff is. Sheriff dog? Deputy dog. Wait, no, he's a deputy. <laughs> he's not a sheriff. Was he a deputy is not the sheriff. So we both sound like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> wait, then why did sheriff come Yeah, wait, is it sheriff movie? deputy dog? <laughs> <laughs> wait, that makes no sense. Because you can't be both. Listen. Can you be both? You're asking somebody who didn't believe sheriff was a real thing? So I think the deputy supports the sheriff. It's the second in command. That sounds right to me. 
Um, Colton's mom is a sheriff. So your boyfriend's mom is a sheriff. So you thought she was just pretending? No, no, no. Like, uh, now that I know it's real. Now you know she exists. I'm glad now that you know your boyfriend's mom is not a cartoon character. I also truly hope that, like, he did tell me she's a sheriff and I'm not making this up. And I didn't dream it. Should we phone a friend right now? Should we call Colton? All Let's right. bring him in. Should we bring Sheriff in? Hey, what's up? Hey, babe, what are you doing? Just chilling. What are you up to? Um, quick question. Mm -hmm. What exactly is your mom's title? Um, it's like a deputy, I think. Did you maybe perhaps once ever tell me that it was Sheriff? Uh, maybe. Okay, so you're... Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> we have a question for you. What is the relationship between a sheriff and a deputy? Oh, I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody knows. I think deputy is second in command. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Sounds about right. Perfect. Thank you for your input. I didn't think a sheriff was like a real thing until you told me that. I thought it was like fake and pretend in movies and television. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> like Sheriff Woody. Like... I gotcha. Yeah, all right. See, you understand. Frankie's like flabbergasted that I didn't believe it was real. It's impressive. <laughs> it's definitely impressive that you've gone, I'm not going to say your age on the podcast, but you've gone this many years not knowing the sheriff is patrolling the streets. You could have been fucking arrested. You could have went up to the sheriff's car and been like, what the fuck is this? This is some clown car. But it was actually sheriff. <laughs> that actually explains. That explains something. <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> Let's not get into it. Uh, Fra Frankie just said, "Is that what happened when I got into that sheriff's car that one time?" That was probably the sheriff. This <laughs> is <a> sheriff Woody. <laughs> oh no. Oh, uh, all right, babe. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's fun. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> wow. Okay, continuing on. Where are we at? Um, Tell okay. me. No, no, no. You shut your mouth. We forgot a really huge important part. So during like show and tell, they're doing a lot of show and tell, not only for the new teacher, but they had a new student. Juwan. <laughs> <laughs> Juan. His name is pronounced Juwan, according to what this movie. <laughs> well, they they introduce him as Juwan, and he's very polite, so he doesn't correct them. But, but his name is Juan, and I actually looked him up. He was a soccer player. He was not an actor, but I wouldn't say he was the worst actor in this movie. He took the Keanu Reeves approach. I was gonna say yes. Of just being very, very within his mind the whole movie. Mm -hmm. um, their whole story was, which it was a pretty intense storyline. They're line Venezuelan, for this. so the mom had this bizarre accent that Frankie and I, to this day, will fight and say it was what. I think she was Russian. Yes. I think her accent was Russian. <laughs> yes. But it. Nobody's here. <laughs> We're not home today. I think that's exactly what she sounded like. Thank you. Um, but it was a very serious topic to treat in a movie about kids' soccer. And asthma. <laughs> they Listen, they never go back to the asthma. These, These girls are, are running around like they have lungs of steel. The asthma never comes back into play. You know who doesn't have lungs of steel? Because she has steel in her pocket. Kate. 
Who's Kate? The knife. Oh, yeah, Kate. So we're back at the show and tell scene. <laughs> Kate has a knife with her at the desk. And I can't remember the quote, but she's holding the knife and smashing it into the desk. And that would not be allowed. No, my mom yells think... at my nephew when he is stabbing the what? table with a fork. Like, and a teacher wouldn't be like, stop stabbing with a knife. Like one, why do you have a knife? And two, you're vandalizing. Would you ever think a knife would be allowed? Nope. In your elementary school? No, and you just told me you had one and I didn't know. Kate had a knife. Mm-hmm. In the school. In school. And she was playing with it in front of the teacher and she stabbing saw. the desk. The teacher and the children saw. They didn't seem alerted. Did that make you uncomfortable? Not, no. <laughs> Was that, was that your show and tell back in the day? You whipped out me. your knife. I'm Kate. So you were the Kate character. No. In elementary school. Was, Did you play sports? Yeah. In I elementary school? Basketball. Remember I had pink Jordans and a bow? I don't remember that, but I, did. I hope you have a picture. Oh, that's Sharonce, but... We should bring Sharonce onto this Ooh. podcast because she always has something to say. That'd be a movie that we watch with her. Yeah, we should definitely do a live recording with Sharonce. And oh. for those who don't know who Sharonce is, which you should know who she is mm. at this point, it's Taylor's mom. My mom. And she's kind of the reason we're even here. Because she would just throw us into that TV room and be like, you watch your goddamn fucking Big yeah. Green movie. And she would just shove a VHS tape in. <laughs> And we would be forced to sit down there. She'd lock the door. She'd lock the dog door, remember? <laughs> there was a dog door going to your basement. There was a dog door. And Sharon would close that. Yeah. She'd be like, you're not coming out of there until you finish and you've learned your lesson from this movie. <laughs> Which brings us to what was the moral of the story for you of the big green? Practice, practice. Don't give up. And also... If you're an alcoholic parent, look out for your kids. I don't got nothing else. So for all the alcoholic parents out there, you might like this movie because it teaches you what to do. Yeah. And all you need to do is go to your kid's soccer game. Sporting event. That's, that's how you cure alcoholism. <laughs> you just go to kids' soccer games. In this movie, it's a lot more uh, in-depth than that in real life. But in this movie, literally, the daughter like just runs. And he's like, I'm there for you, Kate. And then he's at the game and all's cured. He's cured. He looks like a new... This is my defining moment of the movie. He looks like a new man. We've seen him drink one beer. <laughs> and he does go to the bar and drinks green beer at the local pub where they're all talking about... The big green. They're advertising The 10-year-old yeah. soccer games. Which, Frankie asked me a good question in the middle of this. He was like, has any of your, like, middle school, grade school sports ever been advertised? And I could agree with him, no. No, nobody's going to the bar to discuss 10-year-old soccer games. Let's go on to our next segment. And this is going to be called, Would You Show This Movie to Your Kids? Oh, yeah. And by kids, like, I'm going off of my niece and my nephews. And yes, without their parents' permission, I just put it on. You think they would need permission? No. This was PG, right? What? Or G? I think it has to be a G. There was nothing that would push this past G. Mockery. Mockery of asthmatic children. Yes. Yeah. I think that should probably make it PG. I will not allow 
anything related to me to watch this movie. Do tell why. Because even though this may have caused me to play a sport that I loved for years, Mm -hmm. I don't want this to be the reason a kid starts a sport. I think this is a terrible, terrible movie. I might have to just turn off Disney Plus. I don't think I can do it anymore. That's not true. This one was painful. And they've all been kind of painful, but this one hurt the most because (laughs) I was the most excited about it. So no, my kid is not touching this movie. I'm not gonna have it in the house. I'm gonna block it. I think every movie we've watched since the beginning of this podcast has taken a little part of me of my childhood and just crumpled it up into a little bitty ball spread on a cracker and just acting it out for me i understand what you're saying and just popped in the fucking mouth the fact that that's happening to you really breaks my heart breaks my heart too breaks my heart it really it gives me a little shudder i've got aches in my black I got soul. aches and pains in my nostalgia muscle. And you know what? Tell me. A little part of me is dying every day. But mm-hmm. we do it for the people. Should we say a prayer to Jesus, the Lord and Savior? Let's say a prayer to the big green, <laughs> wherever he is, that big old goat. Because he deserves our prayers. Because Lord. he held this movie together, Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear us. Hear us with this cheese. We offer this cheese to you, big green. We offer this pizza cheese to you because we don't even want it with crackers. No, we don't want it with crackers. You know what we want it with? A better fucking movie. Because this is a piece of fucking shit. Get out of here. Ruin it. Spread some shit on that cracker. I'll eat it instead of (laughs) watching this movie again. I hate you so much.